Recording in progress. <laughs> now that's on their lead. <laughs> I, that's I've been wanting to do that, and I kept missing the opportunity. So now I did it. <laughs> Welcome that's to funny. Frightening Frowit. <laughs> this is Tyler, Lee, and Liz. Liz, Hello. Liz, Hello. robot Liz, robot Liz, and robot Liz is our uh, has a podcast as well, and you could definitely yes. plug that in too. Yes, I do. It's called Relational Circuitry. You can find it at relationalcircuitry.com or search up Relational Circuitry in most places where you listen to your podcast. So that is with me and uh, another TikToker named Robin Robotron. All the robots. All the robots on Relational Circuitry, where two robot women try to figure out human relationships. I love that so much. I feel like a <laughs> robot most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And we've just absorbed all this experience through all these bad experiences and some good experiences. And then we just share them. Awesome. That's great. And um, and then you've also guested been a guest on Lee's podcast. Yep. Which it hasn't it hasn't published yet. Well, actually, we have quite a few now. Um, so but yeah, hopefully in the next few weeks, we'll get that. This week is um, Attempted Clowns episode is going to be the one that the airs. That's exciting. Nice. I love them. They're I just recorded another one today. So that's and it was like with somebody I haven't really talked to at all. So that was pretty cool because it, it went better than I expected, uh, you know. I feel like getting to know someone on camera, it feels genuine when you don't actually know them and you're like having that conversation and um, instead of pre-doing it and figuring things out and then doing it again and it seems really canned and yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. This is and more I would, natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would never try to act like I'm getting to know somebody. I just go, yeah, I already know them. And then we just start from there. And then, you know, but yeah, I was literally like, well, we've never talked before. So I guess we can get to know each other and everybody can watch. Perfect. (laughs) I like that. I think that we all first met each other through Liz, but in a live. And that was the first time I'd been live. Yeah. 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 You're making shirts. I was making, that's true, right, I was. It was for, that was a year ago. (laughs) A long time ago. The Uh, reunion. I know, that same fest, or not festival, but thing I sold the shirts at is this weekend. So, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. What are you drinking? Me? Tea. Uh, Tea. Prebiotic soda. I have water. And a Vita Rain Zero Kirkland brand electrolytes. Well, I'm <laughs> in the brand. south, so it's tea. Tea in the south. South tea. Yeah, southern tea. <laughs> south tea could be another a, a euphemism for pee. That That's should true. be. That would ruin it for me, though. Don't ruin. <laughs> don't ruin our state drink for me. Uh, that would be right up my alley. Uh, ruining things <laughs> yes yes 
It's like, I'll no longer have that South tea. Thank you very much. That Southern tea. <laughs> you can sweeten it though. But I like it unsweet with a lemon. Mm, that sweet mm, South so. tea. Oh, mm. Sounds like a yeast infection. <laughs> We've just upset like any listeners that we might've had South of the Mason Dixon line or just insulted. <laughs> yeah. And then at the, at the mention of, of the bread factory at that point, we just offended like most of the men. So yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's our MO anyway. <laughs> that works. That's the men nice... either love us or hate us. <laughs> yeah. I think we've kind of run into that too with Robin. It's just like we are either getting love or hate. Mm-hmm. So far, love, but yeah, there's either love or hate. There's no in between. I haven't gotten any hate comments from the podcast yet, but I sure get them on TikTok. <laughs> you get in trouble on there. I, yeah, all of my videos that have been taken down lately have been put back up though. <laughs> Why have you had anything taken down? Wow. So lately, it's actually been just people mad about whatever I said. And so one, they said it was for like sexual content and there was nothing sexual in that. I mean, it was like cheeky and like they said like F you. And I was like, well, if you want to. And that was it. And then the other one, it was just me like responding to a comment and they put uh, a self unaliving warning on it. Oh no. Huh. I'm like, nowhere in there did I say anything about that. (laughs) That's that's silly. It got put back up and the guy laughed about it being taken down on a different video. I'm like, I know it was you, whatever his name was. Yeah. Billy Bob Joe. His name was like Daddy. (laughs) Daddy. Even worse. I know. Uh, Yeah. God, like any guy that calls himself that, like, you know, that's like a, that's a privilege that's given to you from another Mm -hmm. person. That's not something you claim for yourself. That's just creepy. I have a few on mine that are like, their names were like, you know, big so-and-so and and boss so-and-so. And and I'm like, yeah, that sounds like (laughs) overcompensation right there. But, you know, (laughs) like if other people call you boss or something like that that's different but you calling yourself boss yeah. yeah my my stepmom and her twin sister called each other boss that was like their whatever for each other so they used it all the time and sometimes you'd see people like look at them and be like wow you know but it was mm-hmm. just it was just part of their twin language it's kind of cute yeah. interesting <laughs> i like little twin things yeah they're like okay boss let's go to the store boss you know because they're both saying it so it's getting said like a lot it <laughs> it could get a... annoying <laughs> yeah i have a twin niece and nephew and they don't do anything weird now that i think about it and i like want them to do something weird <laughs> something twin like but they don't <laughs> Uh, they'll start they'll start doing th- weird things when they no longer live together and like you know they live like two states apart and they'll like both think the same thing and call each other at the same time or something yeah. but you won't you'll never know you'll they won't tell you so you won't know it's happening no one breaks their leg and the other one's like oh my gosh my leg hurts so bad <laughs> yeah speaking of legs that hurt i don't know if any of you are into the sports ball at all but uh, what team was it? Jets. 
the Jets, the the guy that just ripped his Achilles to heal. Oh, ah. Yeah. So they like had their star quarterback come out, and he was four minutes into the game. Four plays. Four plays. Four plays into the game, and uh, he fell on his Achilles heel wrong, and uh, it. Uh, they actually showed it in slow motion, of course, to show <laughs> us the calf quivering, and they're like, and that's the moment, and it's like career ending because he's thirty nine years old, and it's yeah. like. He's not playing this and year. It's, it it's... goes like when it goes up in there, they have to like go in and like pull it, like pull it out. If I remember correctly, it's like it's because it it yeah. shortens so quickly. It just you know, and it's if you like, don't Whoa. do it quickly, you uh-huh. can't fix yeah. it. Uh, the worst part of Hostel, the movie Hostel, was when uh. they cut the Achilles tendon, and I'm like, <laughs> all I, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I was mentioning that to my husband and he was like, they did that in hostel? And I was like, yeah, and it was like one of the grossest scenes ever. That was the worst part. Like the rest Slice. of it, I the eyeball was the other part that got me. But yeah. that part and the eyeball were the two things. The rest of it weren't it's bad to say they weren't that bad. But... Yeah, after you get through those two, you're just like, yeah, whatever. They can't get out. They're going to die. They and... should die. At this point, they should want to yeah. die. I, yeah, I wouldn't want out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> send it <laughs> just do me over but you know what i I kind of give up like that i would be that way in silence of the lambs too after like three days in the well like we're not talking very long we're talking like three days i'd be like look man i've tried to scratch my way out i'm putting the lotion on my skin can you just kill me yeah it's like i can't <laughs> yet it needs to be loose <laughs> Yeah, I, I get that, but um, I'm really <laughs> bored down here. <laughs> I've given up on life. Could you at least at least throw me like a you know like a handheld video game device or right? something? It does it doesn't need Wi-Fi. It just it just needs a Mario Kart or something. Can I at yeah. least be entertained while I starve? <laughs> you got any books up there? You got better music? Maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't mind good vibrations, but you can I too can much. I braid your hair for you? Like you just know? listening to him talk though, like I'd uh, fuck me. You want to fuck me? <laughs> like, stop! Stop! It's like I can hear you, bro. <laughs> I've been down there going, I know I'm going to die, but I'm just laughing at him. Like, no, uh, they don't. They don't want to. I would just be like, this is the guy. This is the guy that's going to kill me. Great. Yeah. This is fantastic. I worked I'm so that hard. Person. I'm that person. I got into that stupid van and helped him move that stupid furniture. Uh, and that's the thing. The other night we were coming back from a football game. And it was really late and I had Phaedra in the car and um, we pulled up and this guy, like all of a sudden his car just stops and he's got his hazards on and I pull up next to him and I'm like, do you need some help? I'm a little reluctant because I'm like, it's just me and my young daughter. And the guy's like, well, yeah, my car just stopped and I just live up the road. And I'm like, well, let me go get my husband and we'll come back. And uh, he's like, no, no, well, at least help my wife get home. And I like looked inside his vehicle and there was like no wife to be seen. So (laughs) 
I uh, I was like, no, no, I'll go get my husband. And instead of getting my husband, I just called the non-emergency police yeah. line and was like, hey, there's a dude not very far from the police department. I want to check him out. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say he like pulls out a doll in the back. This is my wife. <laughs> Please take him home. <laughs> I'll just uh, just leave her on the porch here for you. <laughs> speaking of which i'm not gonna say who this friend is because i think they listen to the podcast and they'll know that i'm talking about them and i hope that she comes on the podcast sometime but i was at their house the other day and they have one of those really nice dolls like really expensive dolls and they're moving right now and staying in an airbnb while they sell their house and she's like i can't leave it at the house because there's people coming in and out to like check and it's an obvious it's like in a sleeping bag and it looks like a body in the sleeping bag and she's like i can't leave it in the airbnb because they can come anytime too to like do any repairs or anything in the airbnb so she's like i don't know what to do with this doll And I'm like, wait, just, like, like a life size, like, like a real doll, like a real doll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm a little slow on the uptake with that one. I was like, she I had to think it, about it. She uses it for her own content on OF and, um, she, so she has, uses it for her content and then for ties and stuff. Cause her, um, partner is a specialist of tying. And so they do a lot of different content with the doll that isn't like that yeah she's like we, d- we don't yeah, actually brilliant. use the doll like that but it was really expensive it looks like a real person and the- they'll think it's like a body <laughs> like just we killed somebody in your uh <laughs> your airbnb <laughs> this is this is my boyfriend he's like really lazy or something <laughs> stays in a sleeping bag all day i just like <laughs> makes money on tiktok live sleeping <laughs> yeah don't mind the body just just don't mind the body yeah <laughs> that's I all you gotta she, say i told her she could leave it here <laughs> she's it's like, gonna I, end up on the podcast though exactly i would i totally would <laughs> have it as a co-host yeah that's funny right. she has a name and i'm forgetting what the name of it is <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny wouldn't have I to want sleep one. Alone. Those things, aren't those things like really expensive? Thousands. Yeah. They make a guy one. His name is Rocky. <laughs> and he's like really expensive. He's like not as like I think that he's still a protocol or something like that. Of course, right? The men's version is like a protocol still, while the girls' version's been out for like 20 years now. But whatever. That's a whole nother thing. But yeah, like the Rocky version isn't out like completely yet, but he like pulsates and like has body temperature changes. And hmm. I like, like the body temperature changes actually more. That's good for cuddling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It like it does all the real things. And I think that's why it took him longer to design or something like that. Well, they should make him cook and clean too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's for robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's robot territory right yeah i picture a world one day when we will be like the dogs to robots anyway and like maybe we get lucky and a family of robots adopts us as a pet and they're just like you know or we get really lucky and there's that beautiful window where we can buy like 
sex robot that is actually your boyfriend or your husband to replace dead spouse or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, like that Black Mirror mm-hmm. Black Mirror episode. Yeah. But but without the horror. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I did watch one of those. I watched one of those movies. I couldn't possibly tell you. It was like, you know, a Sunday afternoon on Channel 2 kind of movies. And it was about like a, a robot, sex robot type Android thing. And, and it goes evil and gets jealous because she kept turning the, you know, the, the settings up. And like, it gets like super. So it's like a horror movie. And it was just like, it was terrible. It was not good at all, but I watched the entire thing. You just couldn't look away. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. It was just, you know. <laughs> you know those things. I I love watching train wrecks. That reminds so. me, and it's not a sex doll, but it reminds me of my, it's not my favorite episode. It's one of my favorite episodes of X-Files and the newer episodes when they go to the restaurant and it's just robots making the food and delivering the food and they don't tip. And the robots get super mad and like follow him home and are like terrorizing him to get a tip out of him. (laughs) I went to a Thai restaurant once and the, we used to go regularly, like when I was pregnant and we tipped on the card instead of cash, which, and so she thought we didn't tip it. She actually followed us out. Not so much that she was worried about the tip, but she was worried she did something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, She was so sweet. And like, she's like, I'm so sorry. Did I do something wrong? We're like, no, no, no. We had to tip on the card this time. And she's like, Oh, you know, like totally embarrassed and stuff. But you totally reminded me that we like went there after my son was born so they could see the baby. Cause they watched me like, yeah get all big around yeah they watched you grow (laughs) we have uh we have a waitress at a sushi restaurant that we love a lot and we always like when back in the day there was a time that my husband and i both made like a lot of money and we uh we used to tip her a lot of like ridiculous tips because she took care of us Mm -hmm. and we would go in all the time and that would be kind of like a once a week you know, once every two week kind of thing because we could do it back then. And now we can't really do that. So now we go into the restaurant and we like purposely look around and avoid that waitress. We're just like, our waitress isn't here anymore, right? Because we can't <laughs> afford to tip her. <laughs> it's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> We've conditioned you to believe that we were something we were not. <laughs> something you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For like five would- minutes. I probably would have just told her. I probably would have been like, our situation changed. I'd really love to be able to keep tipping you that way, but we can't. And, you know, and then that way she'd still It'll be, be a awesome normal and... tip still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll still take still care of you normal. normal. Yeah. It just won't be our drunken, like, we're drunk on sake. Like, let's just go ahead and give you the price of the ticket tip. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. When the Sorry. mortgage, when the mortgage uh, industry was really good, I was tipping like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Things are things are interesting now. I keep getting offers to buy my house like all the time. Yeah, there's not a lot of inventory, and they're also like certain areas are selling like hotcakes, and other areas are sitting forever because of the rates, but there's a lot of cash buyers right now trying to take advantage of the market because the other people can't afford to buy the houses because the rates are so high. Yeah. <sighs> so it's just not making anything better for anyone or helping any of the market. So 
No, it hasn't helped at all. It hasn't lowered the prices of houses. It hasn't done anything positive. It's, it's made people stuck in relationships they don't want to be in. Right. Yeah. I wonder what this is going to be like in comparison to 2008. So, God, we'll it's not. That's the thing, because it's not even the prices because people aren't buying them. It's it's not the prices they're not going to like pop like 2008 but the rates i think they were trying to prevent that from happening by making the rates so high because when i looked it was last week for a 30 year with 700 credit score and 20 percent down it was 8.134 oh my jeez i could not afford a house in this day and age like we would just be screwed no, yeah. I looked at what it would look like to refinance my house. I've paid off half of it and my payments would still be the same if I refinanced right now. Yeah. I've looked it's... at refinancing and it was the same way. Back out to yeah. 30 years and it would still be the same. I'm like, I've already paid off half of the mortgage. So why? And if and if things like burst now, it would be like so bad because people are already so much worse off than than they were in 2008 like the like with the housing crisis and the amount of homeless people it just everyone's insurance went up this year too and like a crazy amount uh, mine because the value of my house increased my insurance went up i think it was like two thousand dollars a year and it was only four thousand dollars a year <laughs> so going up that much is a ton uh, my property taxes went up 300 a month. And went up like, somewhere around there. How? Like, the, how do you expect people to afford this? Yeah, they just don't care. But see, just... that's that's part of gentr gentrification, too. I mean, as these areas are getting more gentrified and the housing values go up or get inflated, then the property tax and the insurance go up and then that's when we get screwed and these people get pushed out of neighborhoods that they once belonged to for years and ages like passing on the property mm -hmm. generational wealth is not what it used to be so no nope. it yeah. exists at all anymore it doesn't help that people in my generation are actually like actively rejecting uh the idea of passing on generational wealth like Apparently, like this is my son was telling me this, that um, there's just a lot of people in my generation that are like, oh, we're just going to spend it all. We don't care about leaving money for our kids and stuff like that. And just, you know, I like when I got money, the first thing I did was give money to my son because I'm like the way my life is, I'm going to end up having to use it on something. So I'm just going to give you money now. Yeah. And if I have money later, you know, I'll do my best. But like my life is crappy and, you know. I might not have money. So here's, here it is now. <laughs> yeah. We set, up, we set up small college funds when they were little and we were like, we'll just see where this goes and keep our fingers crossed. And yeah. Hang on to what else we've got. But at this rate, it's just like, are we going to even have enough money to take care of ourselves when we can't work? Right. No. And that's what I'm worried about is having to pull from my 401k right now. And I'm like, I don't want to have to do like, that's my later money. <laughs> my that Well, that's like for me, like the RV stuff, it's all coming from my for the rest of my life money. And it's mm -hmm. over half gone now just because of this. And I'm just like, it's terrifying because what happens when it's gone, you know, and there's nothing. 
you know, I've just got my disability and that's it. You become a checker at a Crest Foods or a TGNY. Neither one of those, uh, I think Crest exists, but I don't know where TGNY came from. I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) They let you sit as a checker in some places now. All these. Why was that not a thing before? Like there's no purpose in you having to stand that whole time. Right. It is good for your core, isn't it? And really bad for your back and feet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's bad for your circulation. It's it's walking is walking is what's good. It's not the standing that's good. Yeah, you should have the option. Like some of the days stand, some of the days sit, and that should be fine. But there's they had to fight for it. So at Walmart, they have to put in a letter from their doctor and themselves of why they need a chair to sit. They then have to wait, have a board go over it and decide whether or not you can. And if they say no, then you can appeal it. (laughs) I'm like, for a chair, for a chair that does you, it doesn't affect anything. (laughs) Right. That's ridiculous. I know I've, I've thought about that. Like if I was like, what kind of, I mean, I could do bookkeeping like remotely. It's just that like, I have been, when I try to do it, I get like really, really, really fatigued. And so like, I, I don't want to be taking on like clients when I might not be reliable, but that's like something I could do remotely. If like the stupid fatigue would stop doing the stupid fatigue thing. (laughs) I'm too bipolar and ADHD to do anything right now. I can handle sitting up there one day, two days when they're super busy and handle the antique shop. And that's about it. And yeah. other than that, everything else is just wild and everywhere. And I'm I work better with a scattered routine of keeping everything up with the house than I would in a structured routine anymore. And then I think that was after my mental breakdown in 2020. Yep. I just um, threw everything away. I tried to work from bed. I did for two months and then I got hospitalized. And in the hospital, they put me on leave from work. And then they told me I couldn't come back until I, like the doctor sent everything in saying I could go back to work, but they were sending everything and saying I needed to be on short-term disability. And then my work let me go saying that I could reapply when I'm healthy enough to work again, even though I was applying for short-term disability at the time. And it's just so messed up. And now I can't even get another job because I have so many surgeries coming up that who's going to hire me and be like, Oh, she's going to have to be out for two weeks for this. And for a month and a half for this. And yeah. 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 When I first got sick, I worked for about a year and I did it from home, but I kept like, even though I was doing my job fine and I was getting like positive feedback from my coworkers because they have like a feedback system there, um, my manager like held it against me that I was working from home and gave me like a really bad review. So I didn't get like a bonus or any of this stuff. And like after that, I went, you know what? I have been busting my ass, even though like I, I don't know if I'm dying or what the hell's wrong with me. I've been to the ER a bunch of times. I'm just going to go on medical leave. So I just want a medical leave and then did that for a year. They held my job for that, for that year through the FMLA stuff. And then, um, and then I was like, yep, I'm out. I'm not going back. I realized that it was just better not to, not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar situation. I don't know. They like donated sick time and like held on to my position for quite some time too. And then I just, 
I just had that difficult phone call where I was just like, I just don't think I'm coming back. I was like, I don't trust myself to do the work right now. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I was, that was me. I was, yeah, I was doing accounting for the state. Mm-hmm. I can't do government accounting. No, not right now. And I still couldn't, I mean, I can barely yeah. count, not barely, but I mean, like I can count change back and get a little flustered sometimes now. And I'm just like, I don't know who I am now, but I wasn't who I am or was. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 we get you yeah i know i was making mistakes and stuff that were not normal for me but i mean i was literally starving so my brain was not getting the energy that it needed to function you know and i was able to catch a lot of my mistakes before other people did but like that was not that was not fun and yeah i have to wonder though too i got my adhd diagnosis after my breakdown I have to wonder now if it would be easier if I did go back to work with the ADHD meds. But I also, like I said, know myself enough to know that like I'm not the same person anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were still in that gear that you were when you were working and right right shortly thereafter and you'd gotten the diagnosis and the treatment, you may have been able to rally to go back into it. But now like you just, you know you're not even shaped the right way to do it anymore. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I've been thinking about going back to my job that they never filled when I left um, three years ago. <laughs> it, the place is such a mess now. Like it, they have two employees. They're supposed to have, I think 10 or 11. There's only two of them there now. No manager. There's been no manager since I left. Well, they had the other manager was there when I left. Uh, There's supposed to be two and now they have zero and they haven't had one for like a year. And it's, uh, there's only two of them. So they're only open from nine to two 30 Monday through Friday. And they had to close the drive through. It's a bank. Uh, they had to close the drive through. It's I'm just like, how did they let it get like that? Right. And all the people that I loved tried to stick it out. And the last, um, there's two. So the, so the one of them that's left, I still adore the other one. I hate, (laughs) (laughs) and she's the reason why everyone left. She's still there. And they can't let her go because there's no one to work. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Never good. A friend of mine recently went back to a toxic company that I used to work for and uh, we have lunch like as much as we can, but it's the same thing. It sounds like it's the same stressful job, the same, like they've worked through the bone without any appreciation. And I'm just like, why are you doing this to yourself again? I, I loved my job until COVID. Uh, it changed. I did love the yeah. lottery until COVID. Um, I loved managing the bank uh, and it was relaxing. It like, it's, it is stressful because you're in charge of all the money. You're in charge of anything happens and everything the tellers do and the bankers do, and you need to keep everyone trained and under a thumb, but my team was so great and I loved our customers. I loved like the atmosphere and having weekends off and knowing that I had evenings off and I went from working like 80 hours a week to working at the bank. And so it was night and day difference. And I know they would pay me really well if I came back. 
but I can't until my surgeries are over because it wouldn't be fair. I mean, maybe they would take me. (laughs) I don't know. know. I worked there for a long time. Um, And then even when I left the branch, I still worked for that bank doing mortgages. And then I switched uh, 11 months ago to the credit union. And then so I know they would take me. I left on good terms. I gave them over two weeks notice and I never was in trouble or anything. And they wouldn't have to train me as much. And I could make way over six figures plus bonuses and have a lot of PTO. If I could take the PTO, because there's no one working there. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like, you know, after you get through the surgeries and you heal Mm -hmm. and, you know, like maybe that would be an an opportunity. Like, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't try to go before just because. No. And I may talk to the district manager and just say, Hey, I'm willing to do this for you. I know that you need it, but this is what's going on. It takes like four to six weeks to do the security clearance. So we do know that we could start that ahead of time and know that my start date would be after I heal from my hip surgery. So that's possible. So I may just put the bug in their ear because they even took down all of the jobs. So I'm like, are they going to close down? Uh, they can't close down. They literally can't. They legally can't close down. So I don't know what they're going to do. Um, but all the jobs expired and they didn't repost them yet. <laughs> but maybe no. there's just no people to repost them. Yeah. yeah. They need zip recruiter. Yeah. They're only on Indeed and then the actual website for the bank. We'll, we'll find out, but maybe I can go back to making my money again. <laughs> Cause hmm. I'm in a sweet spot <laughs> at the moment, just like not a sweet spot, but I'm in a spot right now where I can focus on my mental health and that's going to last for at least three years. So that's going to give me time to like, yeah. Cause my last psychiatrist was just like, you're still an active PTSD from like multiple bits of trauma. Mm-hmm. that you're still having nightmares about one of which is my topic today but yeah um oh that's just, a good segue hey thank you <laughs> but yeah it's just like you know my psychiatrist was just like you were right you know and that's aren't we usually right <laughs> I think instinctually we are I'm starting to believe that we are I thought I was a hypochondriac for so long because I would kept pushing the doctors and kept pushing them and then all the stuff I was complaining about was serious and right. <laughs> so. Yeah. That was when I finally got tests when they, cause they kept refusing. When I finally got tests, every single test came back with something and that explained my, my symptoms and my experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to be an advocate for my thyroid disorder because they were just like, you're just fat and you're just you just need diet and exercise. And I'm like, I always the answer. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I'm not gaining a pound a week because I'm just fat. I'm like, I think this is something's going on right now in my body. And they're like, we'll do some labs. And sure enough, they were like, oh, you have hypothyroidism. Wow. Did you imagine that? Did they try to blame ovarian cysts too? No, they didn't. (laughs) They did like, but I've heard that before. Every time I'm in the doctor, that's what they try to say. Without any imaging, nothing. They always try to tell me it's ovarian cysts. That's so weird. I have one ovary, guys. It's a- 
I have PCOS, <laughs> so I'm super prone to cysts and I do get them. And never once has a doctor ever tried to blame ovarian cysts on anything happening in my body. Even like when I've had pain, they don't go, well, it could be a cyst. Like, wow. even though maybe they You're should. Lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> like in my case, it was. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why they didn't. <laughs> right. But speaking of PTSD and trauma, Liz has a story to tell. Yes. <laughs> um, I do. We can rewind just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I bought my home in 2008 when we had mentioned that earlier. And so that kind of gives us a timeline of how long I've lived here. And without any incident for at least the first 11 years, there was just a nice old lady that lived, okay, we're going to call her the grandma. So there's a grandma that lives with her two sons and a grandson and a husband. So there's like a full house. And this woman is the nicest like Mormon lady. She like brings over the Book of Mormon and like at least once a month make sure I have a copy. She like brings over like dolls and things she finds at secondhand stores for the girls. She's always just been like this really sweet woman. Fast forward to somewhere around December of 2020. The grandson is getting a little older and you can tell that like he's obviously medicated. She keeps him on some sort of medication. Turns out he has schizophrenia. Um, she gets sick and taken away in an ambulance in December of 2020 and like doesn't come back. So that leaves the grandson in the hands of one of the sons, which would be his uncle. And so during that time, she doesn't come back and I don't think he's medicated. I think it starts with he's not he's no longer on his medication because we hear screaming and howling in the middle of the night in out in the streets in the rain like just at any given hour you could hear just like the n-word and just slurs and just you would think he was rapping to himself and he probably was rapping to someone mm-hmm. or fighting with someone there are a few times that he sounded like he was having like a one-way conversation on the phone but um The cops, the only thing they could really do is run him back inside. But what we have found out later is that there was incidences between, so we have like an uncle that is still living there at the house, taking care of him, but not very well. And we have, of course, the grandson. And apparently there was like a 911 call. There were actually like multiple times they got calls because of the grandson and there were times that they had pictures sent to them where it showed the uncle beat up by the schizophrenic boy and they had reviewed like a 911 tape where they had responded uh and said that he he thought he was going to kill him before the phone disconnected so and the family was just like the family was like they feel like this could have been prevented yeah and that they begged and that they told them and that they warned them that this person is violent and needs help and is now my brother-in-law is gone 
So and the but, so the brother that was overseeing him wasn't his dad. It's his uncle, right? It's his uncle. And he so, just and he he didn't really sign up for that, but he was it was just kind of put on him because the mom, the passed. grandmother, yeah, yeah the the, grandmother, his, the, yeah. the uncle's mom, yeah, the grandmother passed, yeah. So what had happened was, is during that time, their drug use started becoming heavier too. The uncle's drug use and alcoholism. So you could see that there was actually like, you could see them, you know, get messed up together and then scream and fight all night long and then have cops called on them and whatnot. So there was a deteriorating situation rapidly. And one day we noticed the uncle is just gone. He just didn't come back. And we just said it wouldn't be odd for him to disappear for a day or two and leave the boy by himself. But this had been approaching like weeks. Like they say he was gone and missing a total of six weeks. Dang. But yeah. So this was like at least the first three weeks. And then somewhere around there, the neighbor and I kept smelling a smell and there's, it's an unrecognizable smell. It's one you never get out. I I know that smell sadly. Yeah. And we, we called, we made a phone call to the fire department. We called the police department. They sent the fire department out and the fire department was like, you know, sometimes raccoons like to drag dead things in. And I'm like, I grew up in the country. And I know a large dead animal when I smell it. And that smells like a larger dead animal. Yeah. And no raccoon is dragging a deer under the house. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And they were supposed to send someone to follow up, but I don't think anyone followed up on the smell. So we fast forward a couple more weeks. The smell kind of dissipates. And the father of the suspect the grandson shows back up and is just kind of like where's my brother been he was supposed to be watching my son my mom's dead what's going on and i'm just like haven't seen him and as far as your son goes he comes and goes and screams and hollers oh are you raising your hand no scratching my arm sorry (laughs) but uh yeah no so i mean I explained exactly what happened. He's just like, I'm scared of him, but he like still was spending time with the son, but he had expressed, he was like, no, he does scare me. He frightens me. It's like, I wonder what happened to, you know, my brother. And then one day I look outside and I hear some motion. I wake up and I look out in the morning and I text the neighbor and I'm like, there's a cop outside of so-and-so's house because there was like constantly cops out there yeah i was about to say not unusual yeah but we like to laugh about it and she's Mm -hmm. like try 50 and i was like what and i look out front and it's not like 50 it's like a hundred it's like the other neighboring towns also like lined up our metro or our little street along with like you know Bureau of Investigation and the crime scene unit. They're putting crime scene tape up in my yard and roping the whole thing off. And I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? What is (laughs) happening? And did you first think something happened to the schizophrenic son or grandson? No, I didn't. I didn't. Because the cops, when they finally came to the door and they were like, you know, keep your children inside, blah, blah, blah. 
I was like, whatever happened next door, the kid did it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly. We all were just like, whatever happened, the kid did it. And how old was he? He is 19. Okay. And he has just recently gotten arrested for the crimes because he did no details that others didn't know whenever he was questioned. So once yeah. the DA actually examined the case, they were. So he's 19 to... now. He's 19 now. So he so was underage. He would have been, yeah, he would have been 17 in 2021. Jeez. Unless he's turning 20 now and he was 18. Yeah. So I'm not sure. First degree murder, though. Jeez. Do you know the details of what happened? Um. Yeah, they said that apparently he used a, or tried using a, uh, lawnmower blade wrapped in duct tape as a weapon (laughs) okay so this is premeditated (laughs) and when he tried to cut him up he also tried to burn him in the fire pit oh but he couldn't get it lit yeah yeah so those were details that he knew about that the cops were like nobody knew about that so and that was part of the smell i'm sure yeah and it and i mean i had friends over during that time and we would sit in the backyard and i'm like you smell it i mean you can smell it in the front yard you could smell it in the backyard you just smell it down this whole street like just wafting and this is summertime is this you're right next to it yeah this is yeah this is june 6th it's not yeah it was bad he was soap yeah that's it's just crazy that they didn't like you know, chase the smell down more. Bring cadaver it, dogs. Yeah, because it's not like it was just in one spot, like on your property. It was everywhere. And and anyone that's worked with like, you know, like animal control or whoever it is that's responsible for that is going to have had enough exposure to know that like it takes a whole lot of flesh to make that much smell. Yeah, exactly. That was a big animal is what I kept telling him. And he was like, we will send the cops here tomorrow morning to check it out. And that is my only thing that I don't want anyone coming after me for is that I think I have mad respect for Bethany police and fire, mm-hmm. but somewhere the message was not relayed. Like someone dropped the ball, whether it was, you know, fire department didn't tell police department, police department didn't decide to come out because they come out all the time to that house that's another thought i thought to myself i was like we go out to that address all the time and they probably thought to themselves liz sawyer's calling again or sorry there goes my name robot liz robot liz (laughs) is calling again and she's gonna and it's in all the news articles so i guess it doesn't matter but it's like it yeah i mean like they knew and there was a delay between finding the body and then and then arresting him too right so he was just like out yes yes this been he got arrested let's see it's it's shocking sometimes when it takes so long when it's such a cut and dry case (laughs) Yeah, yeah he was he was arrested on july 7th 2023 they discovered the body on June 6th of 2021. Wow. And he's, That's been, 
He's been roaming that house and like roaming the streets since then. And the neighbors all know. They're like, he's a murderer and he we does all not. Know yeah. Yeah. And we you know that to... he's not stable. Yeah. You I just mean, have to live with that. I mean, even if he doesn't go to jail and he goes to like a psychiatric facility, which probably is where he should go, um, he needs to be there and not and held there until court. Like that's just that was just asking yeah. for another murder to happen. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how and apparently he had made it like a long way, like to another neighboring town that's like I would say the distance between Emeryville and going deep into San Francisco. Like somehow on foot, he made it that far and was captured. I don't know if those spatial if those spatial relations mean anything to anybody. Yeah, they do, do to me. Okay. It's it's like it's like um, you know, Amryville to to San Francisco is is in a car. It's about it's, it's about twenty twenty minutes, depending on traffic well if there's no traffic it's it's 20 minutes just to get into san francisco not to get deep into san francisco yeah but to get on foot like if you're going to hate ashbury to like emeryville on foot that would be yeah that would be really far it would yeah. take you know a couple of days probably unless he's just walking non-stop and that's kind of where they found him and he always walked anyway so it was good to find him somewhere else but yeah and it was kind of nice because they found him in like the snooty town that acts like they don't have any crime ever. So it was kind of nice to find them in his backyard or their backyard. <laughs> so they probably crazy. blamed you guys and they were like, you sent the trash over to our town. We do. You get to keep our trash. <laughs> keep them out of Bethany. God, that's so scary. I. Uh... And People... we had someone come over the other day and she was checking out the house and she wanted to know everything about it. And I told her everything. I was like, it's for sale. Yeah. It's already like been renovated and it's rent for sale. Rent to own. Oh, that's not the kind of murder house I'd want to live in. <laughs> no, it's not. It was a brutal murder. I'm just like, I don't know if you guys believe in that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm like lukewarm on it. I'm always like such a skeptic, but I'm like, I want to see an apparition of some sort so that I can believe. Just get it over with. Yeah. Rip the bandaid off. Yeah. Like, give me some hard evidence. Like, come to me. And I don't show me. I don't really believe in like a lot of the stuff that, you know, people talk about, but I also think that. There is so much that we don't know about the universe that even if even if the things that people say they see aren't necessarily what exists, there could be things there could be like residuals or whatever. Yeah. There's, you know, there's just so I just go, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I want to believe. <laughs> I want to believe. I do want to believe. Like but- X-Files. <laughs> I'm just I'm such a skeptic because I'm just like by now I would have seen something as much as I've dabbled I've seen something at this point I think that would have yeah. scared me but. I think like because of the way I think about stuff when I do have experiences that other people 
might um say blame like the supernatural on i just instantly go oh well that's this or it's like i already have like an explanation or rationalization right and that's where my brain is and i think it you know people who are looking for the supernatural they're more likely to 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 use that like you know i go oh well our pattern recognition and the way that our um our instincts work because we evolved dealing with certain types of scenarios are going to make us more likely to sense things that we don't even understand, like how that works anymore. Cause we, we don't live in the environments that we evolved for, you know? So that's, that's how my brain works. So it's like, it, it makes sense that I would not perceive things as paranormal or whatever, because I just don't think about it like that. <laughs> That's why our listeners will love it when you and I go ghost hunting and you're like, that's not a ghost, Tyler. That's not a ghost. <laughs> oh, a- I want to go ghost hunting. That's a fart. That's a fart. I did that. <laughs> the, I uh... smell sulfur. <laughs> <laughs> I had eggs. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. The antique store I work at is supposedly haunted. So, or not work at, volunteer, volunteer at is supposedly haunted they have like three apparitions so they've had like paranormal groups come through and like do a sweep and all that kind of stuff and like it is kind of weird you do hear things sometimes but that store is packed so tight you've been to antique stores oh yeah they're packed so tight that you're just like i go check out a sound i don't know if something moved or clanked or not like fell over like god only knows things are stacked Mm -hmm. to the ceiling That's funny. I have a lot of antiques. My one thing that often goes off is my player piano will just play randomly, like just a couple notes while I'm in the other room. And some people are like, well, it's just the air in there. I'm like, no one's touched that thing. (laughs) It's a foot one. So like you have to pump it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, no one was home. It was just me. I don't Fine. the ghost was pumping it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We have a few items in the store that I guess like, like set the owner off, but or not set the owner off, but like give the owner some twinges. But like she said, she was like, we bring in so many things in and out of the store that if that, if attachments are real, then I mean, the store is chock full of them. Yeah. That's just how it would be. The nature of the beast. Which would be my fancy, my wet dream to work in a haunted antique store. Yes. (laughs) I think the idea of like an item carrying the memory, you know, like I saw like a movie, I think it was like a violin or something. And it was sort of about like all the different people that owned the violin. And it was like the violin held that memory of that. Like that to me, like would be really cool, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I have a lot of teeth. Of stuff. You have a lot of teeth. Maybe they remember the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that corn was delicious. <laughs> Are they your baby's teeth? No, well, I do have those too, but I collect other t- people's teeth too. Nice. I collect <laughs> my own teeth, but yeah. I have two jars of teeth and then I have my baby teeth and the kids' baby teeth in like a dish. Nice. I, 
I will collect my teeth if they come out, but I think my mom has my the baby teeth I haven't swallowed because I swallowed a few of them. I did but, too. Uh, yeah, but the um, my son's teeth, the the um, the stepmother managed to keep all of those, oh. so I didn't get to have them. I get all mine mixed up. I can't tell like which ones are like one and which ones are the other. So I'm just like, I just, I just stuffed them, them all together. together. Yeah, <laughs> I stuffed them all together. I was like, these are all your teeth. But I only have one that's losing teeth still. So, I mean, it should be easier now to be like, these are yours. It's weird. They thought it was weird because one of them did find out I was a tooth fairy. Because, like, I left the tooth thing in the bathroom. And they got out of the shower and they saw it sitting there. And they were just like, my childhood has been ruined. (laughs) To all of you listening, Liz is the tooth fairy. (laughs) (laughs) I am the tooth fairy. <laughs> well, my kids, when they found out, they were ups- like they pretended they didn't know, except for one of them. Then tried to ruin it for all the other ones. The other ones are like, "We know, but we don't want to know. Stop it!" <laughs> and literally, literally, with my son, there was no tooth fairy. It was, "Oh, you've lost a tooth. Here's a dollar. Give me your tooth." I wish I would have done that. I didn't I had this thing like I didn't want to ever lie to him Mm -hmm. and I understand that those like those um sort of like fairy tales are considered like fun and they're not necessarily like harmful to some people but I just never ever wanted to lie to him and so like we didn't do Santa we didn't you know we found other things to do Mm -hmm. and he doesn't feel like he missed out at all so you know for me so I never lied to them about Santa um but they wanted to believe so bad (laughs) and it doesn't help that all the movies about santa the parents don't believe and then it's like proven that santa's real yeah Yeah, like you guys like the claws or whatever that movie yeah Yeah. and i'm like okay well the fine you can believe if you want to but (laughs) yeah it's totally different they did it to themselves We totally did Santa for too long. Like, I don't know how I'm going to explain that one because it's like, she knows the tooth fairy is not real, but I mean, we haven't had the all too important, like, this, do you understand that that means that Santa's not real? And then that means that the Easter Bunny's not real. And so I'm, I'm waiting. I'm prepping myself for that conversation because that was rough. She was like, you lied to me. And I'm like, I know i'm a bad person it was was for fun i gave you money (laughs) gave you money (laughs) and you didn't even thank me you thanked them (laughs) yeah Yeah. it was fun i'm sorry just shoot me you're like i'm getting revenge early for all the lies you're gonna tell me when you're a teenager i yeah i was so late Uh, i'm just so bad the kids fall asleep at or before me sorry no they fall asleep after me so it's so hard to put the money under their pillows. <laughs> and so the last time that, because they know, but they don't want to know. So they still play along with the tooth fairy. But my daughter comes up. She goes, can you email the tooth fairy? It's been a few days. <laughs> sure, I'll get right on. I'm going to email. <laughs> That's funny. We went through a year where they wanted to email Santa everything. They like made wish lists on Amazon and they were like, can we just send him our Amazon wish list? And I'm like, yeah, we can just send Santa Amazon wish list. And I was like, how are my kids, how do they know how to do that? Uh, 
but it made I was it a, a lot child. easier. When I was a child, we had to go to the mall to tell Santa what we were. <laughs> Back we in my that, day. We would get that big catalog, the <laughs> Sears catalog or whatever, and circle what we wanted and stuff. I remember that. I never got any of it, but I circled all the things I wanted. <laughs> I think I got a few things, but I never got everything I wanted, obviously. Uh, we typically would get like one. So at my dad's house we were like the redheaded stepchildren (laughs) my brother and I and so we got a lot less than our stepsister and um which is weird because they didn't have full custody of her either so I don't know why it was like that but it was all like just candy and like stuff that that they would later tell us we couldn't have because that's too much candy (laughs) but you gave it to us right And then at my mom's house, if we wanted something big, we had to pay for part of it. So like I got an iPod one year, but I had to pay for all but $20 of it. Yeah, that's like at my dad's house, my siblings got because I was the adopted stepchild and was treated accordingly. So, you know, they'd spend 15 bucks on me and then my brother would get a bicycle and a Nintendo and this and that. And Mm -hmm. it literally would watch them opening presents for like two hours And um, my mom's house, like I would get like an alarm clock or something like useful. And I actually preferred Christmas at my mom's house because at least I just got like something useful, which at least feels thoughtful, you know, and I knew that my mom didn't have a lot of money. So it wasn't I never resented her for not getting, you know, and I never made like when I made lists, I would intentionally choose like things I knew didn't cost very much. But she would Mm -hmm. do what she would do is I would ask for the small things I asked for, she still wouldn't get them for me, but she would get them for her friend's kids, which is like bizarre. Like I asked for a Dinobot and she got a Dinobot for her friend's kid, but she didn't get it for me. And I was so mad. Was I would like, be too. It's like, dude, like, like I would <laughs> yeah. understand if you couldn't afford it at all. Like that's right. one thing, but treating someone else better than your own child. Was she just getting whole... like toy ideas from you? For someone else. Yeah. Right? It's like, what do I get other kids? I don't know. Hmm, yeah. What do you want? <laughs> God, that wouldn't surprise me. That is so, awful. Sh- that's so shady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to go back and be your mom. <laughs> yeah. I have so much better time. Like, we argued the other day because they both wanted grilled cheese, but they needed two different types of cheeses. One needed Gouda, one needed Pepper Jack. It's one of those things where it's just like, you just do it. Yeah. My that... husband was so mad. He was just like, I can't believe you went and bought two separate cheeses. Like it was that bunch of a hassle. Like it's. <laughs> yeah. It's I, my, my mom never would have allowed that, oh. but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, is it worth the battle? Like, yeah, even expressing even expressing the preference would not have been okay. Like, just you just don't. My but, mom you know, said like American cheese. <laughs> yeah, we, we got the we got the boxed cheese. It was probably American, but it was very waxy and mm-hmm. and you know we got and, the government commodity cheese in the box. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was yeah, and and then like the jam, like the the grape gel jelly or whatever. I can't eat grape or strawberry jelly because of those like the big bottle jars of them they're just my mom went to the mormons to buy like their supply stuff in like the giant white buckets so we had 
like flour from that. We had um, dried apples. That was our treat that we got in <laughs> buckets and beans. And just beans. like, it was all just like huge buckets of stuff. And she got that for the, um, because I'm because I'm a baby uh, for uh, the the millennium <laughs> to stock up, and so we ate that for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was that really like a stock up for the millennium? It was because it wasn't because I mean she sort of did believe in it because she we she had us fill up like two liter she saved up all the two liter soda things that we would get from the church and filled it up with water with a little bit of um, chlorine so that the water would stay good. So she tries to say she wasn't, and she just got the stuff because it was, there was a deal for it because of the millennium through the Mormon church. But I think she really believed it and then felt stupid. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting to hear that perspective. I haven't heard that perspective yet. Cause I was already on my own. Mm-hmm. I just remember sleeping in. <laughs> I I remember all my friends because at the time I was eleven, and all my friends were very confused and were like, "Why would that matter? Like our computer has said it zero zero before. Like why would that even matter?" Yeah. And they could have tested it out somewhere on a smaller server and figured out what was going to go on. And I just, it's just crazy that they made this huge deal that caused mass panic. Yeah. In the the circles I was in, which were all like computer nerds, it wasn't a thing. Yeah, exactly. People who knew computers did not care. Like they're like, this isn't going to happen. We just (laughs) laughed about it. We all thought it was funny. We were like, bring it, you know, just do it. We were just a bunch of punk kids that were just like, just do it. I wish it would happen (laughs) now. Yeah. Now a little bit of a reset. Just go back. (laughs) Not to like the the politics, but like to the technology. (laughs) Bring back the flip phone with the grainy pictures, which is apparently coming back, apparently. Like that's a thing. (laughs) Using digital cameras, like the the old point and shoots, the first generation digital cameras are selling now vintage people are buying them up trendy hipsters are buying them up at vintage why? stores why they look so bad like the that's pictures why. look so bad it's it not even like, like polaroids not... are popular for that reason too those look cool though the grainy old <laughs> i bought a digital camera when i was going to go to europe because i didn't want to bring my nice camera and i'm like this is so bad i cannot take pictures with this so i took it back and luckily I took it back to a different target and there they had a refurbished Canon. So I bought that. It was a, a Canon rebel and it was for $80. So I was like, score, I'm taking that to Europe, but I could not have remembered Europe with that crappy digital camera I bought. Yeah. I had, I had a DSLR back in the day and the photos were really nice, but they're so small now because mm-hmm. we've like that now, like they t- they're like super tiny on my screen. So I need to use the software to like add yeah. resolution to them um, at some point, which crazy. I just haven't gotten around to doing. And what's going to be around in 20 more years, <laughs> right? It's yeah. going to be in our heads. I mean, with what my brother does, I can only imagine they'll finally perfect google lens yeah. google yeah. lens won't suck that'll be something 
my brother works for snapchat and they're working on some crazy things that they're buying like companies are buying it now but it will be available for people eventually but until companies buy it it's going to be too expensive for people and it's just crazy it's crazy that that's the world we live in now like that is the jetsons (laughs) i need to uh i need to be right back and check on my husband is that okay sounds good we'll tell jokes while you're gone okay hey do do you have silverfish there uh i have seen them only in like flower uh, in California, we I would see them all the time outside of food, but I've seen them, and I think it's flower that comes from areas that have silverfish. Hmm. Yeah, I just it's just this thing that like I was like wondering. I think that they're like only in very specific areas. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're like a a common, you know, because um, some the person that I interviewed earlier they made this joke about silverfish and. And I totally like I grew up in a house that was infested with them. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. But like they, you know, they were like, I saw a video of them telling the joke and it was like dead silent. The room was just nobody responded. And I was like, I wonder if they even know what silverfish are like. Like the cicadas. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> silverfish and cicadas. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I had to check. Sorry. Is he alive? He's alive. He was just outside for a really, really, really long time. And it's kind of hot outside and humid. Mm. And I knew he was mowing. And I'm always like, did he like fall out? Did he like have a stroke? Did he like, <laughs> he's out it there. Happens. Just... It does happen. I worry about that kind of stuff. Because yeah. he's a 46 year old smoker. I mean, he's not the healthiest of people. That's like 80 in non-smoker years. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I try to tell him. <laughs> I'll make tell him. Commitment. Yeah, make a commitment. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, what? Oh, I had a story sent to me. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, got sent to me yesterday in a group chat. I was in there like, you should talk about this on your podcast. I didn't even open it because I wanted to read it for the podcast. But, oh, here it is. Okay. Um, see, Florida. I was a Florida man. (laughs) Of course, course they sent me a Florida man. Florida man. All right, let's see. Uh, Florida man is now show me the whole article. Stop it. Florida man (laughs) is now facing charges after a police after police allege he used a stolen excavator to plow through a Walmart and other buildings. Hey, it's like the 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 wall of china (laughs) yeah (laughs) according to the gainesville sun the man caused more than two million dollars in damages to the impacted structures Um, according to the outlet 47 year old jesse charles smith of course it's a j name Mm -hmm. um was arrested monday night smith reportedly is facing grand theft charges probably for the excavator along with charges of property damage in excess of a thousand dollars they said two million so that's definitely in excess Uh, furthermore smith has also been charged with four counts of criminal mischief armed trespassing and resisting arrest 
Oh boy. According to the outlet in Gainesville police department has alleged, um, has alleged that Smith hot wired the excavator. (laughs) Scales. I I feel like you don't even really need a real key for those things either. (laughs) Um, that belonged to Watson Construction around 8 p.m. on Monday evening. This reportedly occurred at an address that we don't care about, uh, an ongoing construction site. The suspect then drove the 72,000-pound excavator a short distance, <laughs> breaking through a fence at a nearby storage depot. The Gainesville Sun reports that the man damaged four buildings at the facility. Then he proceeded to drive through another fence at Swamp City Fitness. That's Swamp City. Do they like Swamp City lift uh, alligators? <laughs> or is it just and, about how sweaty they, you get? They do log rolling. <laughs> log rolling. When I when I lived in Florida, I lived in Pensacola. They told me there was a lake in my backyard. When I moved into the house, it was a swamp and there were alligators in my backyard. Oh, nice. Wow. And I had very small children. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't have them play outside. This is terrifying. Right. Um, okay. Swamp City Fitness. There, the suspect allegedly hit a utility pole that held live wires and that fell to the ground. Ultimately, the man continued traveling across the space and knocked over a light pole in the Walmart parking lot. The 47-year-old allegedly, uh, how's this all alleged? It's probably all on camera. (laughs) Ended his rampage after crashing into the store's loading docks. At the time of his arrest, the man allegedly resisted. The the case must still be like under investigation. Yeah. Um, According to the Facebook statement by the police, I love that that's a thing. Um, Gainesville Police Department, Monday evening, no one was injured during the incident. Additionally, the county jail records indicate the 47-year-old status has been updated to felon awaiting trial. So not so alleged. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alleged, but actually... Thank you, Tiffany, for that story. <laughs> that was a good one. I just that was funny. like it, he did like a whole bunch of damage, but it sounds like it was kind of chaotic. So then, was he driving it, but like having issues driving it? So he was like hitting, you poles. know, yeah, and like, oops, bounce off this, oops, bounce off this, like bumper car style. Yeah, exactly. See, so if it's anything like a tractor that I've driven, it's kind of backwards from a car. So I wonder if it was an issue with like trying to turn away from it and turning into it. Yeah, probably. So that would have been ridiculous to watch. <laughs> I may Um, have did that into a pile of dirt before. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I keep getting distracted by my cat. My cat is no longer allowed in the back bedroom right now because she's been peeing back there. Yeah, she's doing that thing. So I'm just watching her and I've got a baby gate up and she's too fat to jump over it. So, you know. works doesn't stop her from trying it doesn't stop her from trying well i used to like lean it and like leave a little gap so they could get in and out and the dog would still get blocked off but now i have to actually like have it up because fatty peas in there so it's gross 
ridiculous. So Cats rude. Cats are rude. Cats are rude. Amos is like right there sleeping. He's literally on his back, like sprawled as much as you could possibly sprawl in, in every direction. And if you were to try to go and lay with him, he'd attack you. That's right. He's like, oh, I look cute. Guess what? <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, did I mention? Let's see. Is this it? No, it's the other one. So I was going. So Lee knows this. I was going to get this guy at at Aldi, actually. And it's so cute. Um, but then I saw this other one that looks just like it. And, <laughs> and its name is Lee. Oh, <laughs> how cute. So I had to get it. So now I have both of them. Actually, I got three that day. <laughs> Aww, cute. Um, I need to get some stuff for a giveaway. I'm doing a giveaway. Yeah. I'm doing a giveaway. I just haven't done it yet. Nice. Yeah, for... I, I, on TikTok? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll I post it, like... your TikTok on in the links for people. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but it's just a giveaway for friends only, though, I guess I should say. Okay, not for you guys. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah, this one's just cause to keep it simple because there's been a lot of entries and I was just like, I should appreciate them more because the friends have honestly been like some solid supporters. So, yeah, it's kind of like the postcard thing. Mm-hmm. You two anyway. are good at that. I'm not good at that. I'll You're get pretty better. good at gaining a following, though. Look at you. <sighs> I, right? Yeah, and I don't know how because I'm so chaotic <laughs> with what I post, but um, maybe that pulls in from different areas. But I have a really good base of people that are very supportive and do share things and like things and duet them, and that helps a lot. And just having actual engagement with with things um and i do post a lot (laughs) yeah especially being stuck in bed (laughs) yeah i probably should post more other eclectic stuff i kind of mix it up a little bit but it's kind of hard because the clown ones just do so well that you just can't help yourself you're just like it's a really easy format i just seem to put on lingerie dress like a clown and say some stupid shit (laughs) By the way, listeners, if you guys want to see clowns and lingerie, both of them have places you can go for that. (laughs) Yes, we do. I'm not so much a clown. I I did a clown once on there. Yes, and it was hot. I'll do it again. (laughs) Do it again. Clowns are hot. (laughs) They 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 have a place. Yes. Apparently, I'm learning about those. I never thought clowns were hot until you two. <laughs> Thank you. You turned me to the light. <laughs> I I have had several people tell me that I have created feelings in them that they did not know that they had for clowns and that it was a little confusing, but also titillating. Nice. <laughs> titillating. <laughs> titillating. <laughs> Yeah, we we talked about OnlyFans a little bit in our free chat, mm-hmm. um, a little bit, and touched on it and how I need to like basically have like one of those good days where I can like do a bunch of content and get it on there. So yeah, and if anybody in the comments wants us to have an actual chat about it, the three of us can come on and do a chat just on like that. How you 
go about organizing it and making it and making it your own and that it's okay to say no to things. Yeah. We're your, we're your people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely happy to share. I just did a set up a promotion because I hit 100 on my free account, 100 subscribers. And I was like, oh, I'll do promotion for my page since I hit 100. Like nothing. I don't understand. Um, You would think some of them would want to come over and see the. Yeah. Real deal. My hips. (laughs) I just don't have like, I don't know. I do not have like. I don't, I don't really get it, but I, my numbers just stay so low in comparison to everyone else I know. And I'm just like, okay, but if the people that stick around, they've been there the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have a, you have a base of people. We just need to find the other people that grow your base. Yeah. And I uh, think there are surprisingly a lot of people that are still unfamiliar with how OnlyFans works. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised on how many people are still just like, I've never heard of OnlyFans. And I I'm am like, too. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, yeah. I have to wonder if part of it's a trick to be like, I've never heard of OnlyFans. Show you me. Send me. Show me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if I, some of it is legitimate confusion. I've met a lot of like guys that are just not into like visual porn as well. And so they're not, they're like, well, I hope you don't mind, but I'm not going to sign up for it because it's just not my thing, you know, and they're not, they're not the, well, I only get free porn guys. They're the literally mm-hmm. like, I'm just not into porn at all guys, yeah. and, you know, which I totally like, respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Then go to our Patreon. <laughs> right. Exactly. I have a Patreon. I have a coffee. I, you know, there are other ways that you could like post, like share my stuff. There are so many ways to support us. Like, either way i got a new patron today and nice. congratulations and top tier so i'll announce it on my solo one but it's the soy soy and i just uh stitched and duetted them and it's really funny <laughs> nice <laughs> awesome but there's your small shout out jordan murray uh i will do your other one on the next one i record which might come out before this <laughs> since I'm behind on my solo ones <laughs> my patrons I don't think they listen to my podcast so I don't I don't I would do shout outs if I thought like it would make them smile and but if they're not listening to it they're never gonna know I feel like if you do shout outs for them even if they don't hear it the people who do listen will hear that you make those shout outs and want to hear their name yeah that's true so, um because there's like a whole thing with and it has to do um, with what's going on on TikTok lives right now with the whole yum oh, where yeah. they want to be able to control or interact with you or feel like you're interacting with them and um, announcing patron and this is for all of you to know my tricks um, announcing them on Patreon and like doing something special for them because we do appreciate it and um, even if they don't hear it <laughs> yeah. yeah and so yeah. um so it is nice to kind of hear your name and and then maybe send them a link and be like, Hey, I announced you in this one. Yeah. Maybe that'll get a thing. I mean, I send, I literally send like custom like art and yeah, you do a lot. I, yeah, I do like all this stuff and I feel like, you know, they should feel like I've reached out and touched them with the stuff that I do. Oh, you do. You know? So like, yeah. yeah yours yours is definitely because did you make your patreon before you had a podcast 
Yeah. Yeah. Way before. Yeah. So yours was actually based off of your artwork and your creative stuff that you do. And then the podcast was just an extra that got added later. Yeah. I, I actually, when I made the pa- Patreon, I already had the plan I've for the podcast for like several years. So I was like, eventually the podcast is going to get added and here's what I want to do with that. And, you know, so they knew it was coming, but it wasn't what the basis for it. Yeah. Where my Patreon is for the podcast. So they're the people yeah. wanting to listen. Like they do listen. So, yeah. Um, hey, Liz, you guys are planning on doing a Patreon, right? Yes. And ours will be for relational circuitry only. So, I mean, I have one, but I'm not really doing anything. I have like one patron just because they don't want to be on OnlyFans. So they're mm-hmm. on Patreon. So I share them just random stuff and I keep in touch with them. But they're like a special friend. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's like I will start a Patreon for um, relational circuitry as soon as we can get like a camera. Right now, we don't have a way to record our conversations. It'd be one sided. So Mm -hmm. it'd be me talking. No one wants to see that. They want to see both of us. Speaking of that, um, I'm sorry to everybody. I do have my new camera. I just have not. I left it downstairs because I was playing with it outside and I could not bring myself to walk downstairs to go get it. So I still look grainy today. <laughs> I bet I look. Do I look pretty grainy? On you look better. I think you look better than I do. <laughs> oh, okay. From my side, well, they look on par, but I, you everybody know. looks fine to me, but I have you guys pretty small. I look really bad when it's really big. The smaller it gets, the better I look. <laughs> see if I can pocket size. See. Everybody looks fine. I just yeah. don't look at mine. I just try not to look at myself. It's it's for the best. <laughs> I I look me. fine. I realize that mine looks fine from a phone, but mm-hmm. if I look if I'm looking on my huge laptop monitor, it's it's, it's yeah. bad. <laughs> can't even tell these are squishmallows back here <laughs> i need some squishmallows i need to like redo like my little clowny area in the garage yours is and, it's like, in the garage so. i didn't know it was in the garage it's really yeah. cute thank you appreciate that yeah no it's in the garage and so it's not temperature controlled and so mm-hmm. i have like these little windows of when i can like my mother phone I have these little windows where I can like record and it's perfect like right now mm-hmm. but then like it either gets too hot or too cold and I noticed that last year this kind of affected me so it's gotten worse in the last year though too so yeah my um, face is melting I'm having bookshelves made for that little that's my tiktok area but made for the that and then I'm finishing up my coffin throne and it's going to go in front of the door and so that'll be my little area for this and tiktok and i'll have the like some of the squishmallows in the little bookshelves and little knickknacks that people send and like an on-air thing and nice try to make it cute so i'm not just sitting in my bed i'm just gonna have a like a backdrop that i hang from somewhere in the rv <laughs> like <laughs> you don't have much room so yeah i have my nook if i if my hips work well enough that i can get back up here after surgery they will you just need uh, you just need time to heal and then you'll be like woohoo yeah 
because I, I like that little area it makes me feel it's like my little safe space nice it's like having a big box mom Okay, I'm on the phone. Okay, I'm on the phone. I love you. I love you too, Mom. I love you too, bye. <laughs> hey, why did I feel like I was 14 again? Oh boy. Shh, don't tell mom we're here. <laughs> she broke her she broke her phone and then, Aww. you know, fixed it. Someone at the bank helped her fix it. I think she like sets it to voicemail to go straight to voicemail and doesn't know how to undo that and so then all of a sudden she can't get incoming calls or make outgoing calls and it gets stuck and then she like panics and she doesn't Aww. know english very well and she just kind of like asks for help it's random what <laughs> language does she speak chinese Ugh. and oh, a little hard. vietnamese yeah. okay yeah and that's hard not a lot of english speakers speak chinese yeah I sent my now 14-year-old to a, a Mandarin emergence, immersion school in Portland for a couple of years, and he was doing really good, but now he's forgotten all of it. Oh, no. If you don't use it, you lose it, they say. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he's bilingual. He speaks Spanish and English. Cool. Uh, his dad's from Mexico. So I told his family, I'm like, just speak Spanish to him. He's going to learn English. <laughs> yeah, it'll oh, be fine. Right. Yeah, so that's what my dad wanted my mother to do when I was growing up, but she was too busy learning English at the time, so she couldn't do it. Yeah, so. that's hard. Yeah, <sighs> but we can definitely let's see. We've been recording all, well, for like an over an hour, an hour and hooray, so thirty minutes. <laughs> <I hope> my, <laughs> that's a bit over an hour. I hope uh, my murder story was interesting. Oh, it is. Oh, my gosh. Can you send me the articles? Oh, of course. Definitely. I will send those to you. Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a nightmare. And you live next door to it. Yeah, the whole shebang. Ah. See that. Um, I can do our little cool outro for you guys since I'm so awkward about it. Thank you for joining Frightening Frauen on today's adventure with Robot Liz and the murder house next door. <laughs> Tune in next time to learn about I don't know who yet. <laughs> we love you guys.